Welcome to Disciple Her, a part of the Replicate Podcast Network, where we will hear from discipleship trailblazers, Candy Gallaty and Julie Woodruff. With over 50 years of combined experience in discipling women, we'll discuss how we can equip leaders through discipleship. Here are your hosts, Candy and Julie. Okay, welcome back to Disciple Her Podcast. I'm Candy Gallaty, and I'm here with my good friend, Julie Woodruff, who's also on staff here with us at Long Hollow. And we are starting a brand new season of Disciple Her Podcast episodes specifically for ministers' wives. And I'm thrilled about this. Julie, what do you think? I'm excited, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just because we live this life of being a minister's wife and it's hard to find others that can relate to you and encourage you and they totally understand and they get your everyday life and what you're going through. I just think it's so helpful and just essential to have uh, resources and women in our lives that we can go to and just kind of have that encouragement and kind of have someone that we know identifies with us um, yeah, as a minister's wife. I don't know about you, Candy, but I never saw myself being a minister's wife. Um, I did not either. <laughs> and it was a surprise to me. As a matter of fact, when I went to seminary, I said this over and over again, I will never marry a preacher. And somebody <laughs> put that on a plaque after we married. I said I'm married <laughs> yeah. because never I say never. never say never. So I was as shocked as anybody. Um, God had called me to ministry, and then Sid came into my life, and we were called to ministry. You right. Know? So, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, and— you know, my story is probably very similar. I just remember thinking I'll never marry like a pastor. Like mm -hmm. that's not in the cards for me. And I didn't think it would be like fun, you know. Yeah. And later, you know, in life, when the Lord really just got a hold of my heart, I was called to ministry first, mm -hmm. met my husband four years later. And even when we met, Robbie wasn't a pastor at the time. He was a preacher, but he believed that the Lord had called him to itinerant ministry. Mm. So we would travel a lot, especially our first year of marriage. And it wasn't until, I think, a year into our marriage when he was called to pastor at his first church. Oh, wow. So in the very beginning, we knew we would be in ministry, but I don't think we saw the role as pastor and pastor's wife at that point in time. It was about a year into it. And now looking back, I can't imagine if we would have ever done anything differently. Right. But I would definitely say I, lo I love being in ministry yes. and I love being a minister's wife. And I know that's not always the case for everyone. And I think it also can change based on the season of life and the situation that you could be in mm -hmm. as, as that changes over the years. But overall, there is nothing I would rather do than serve the Lord in this way. Yes. yes you know, yes. I would say um, we're, we're going to talk about a lot of different things over this season of episodes. And some of those, like I already feel like we're probably going to laugh. <laughs> we're probably going to cry, Yeah, you know, um, but hopefully we'll be, inspired and challenged and encouraged and maybe even comforted, you know, depending on what you may be going through in your context um, right now. Yeah, because I remember when I first, when Sid and I, actually when he came, the day he was coming to our wedding, he got a call from the church that we would 
go to wow. three months later to pastor. At the time he was single, they had heard that he was getting married, and so they called him back. And he said, "Well, I'm going on to my to my wedding, and then on my honeymoon. But you can talk to the pastor. He was serving as associate pastor at that time on a church staff." And um, he said, you can call him and set something up. So when we got back from our honeymoon was was when they came and heard him the very next wow. week. So I remember that being, I mean, we're married in January. And April 1st, we started at, at our first church. And I remember laughing because we had, it was a church plant. Okay. And there were 53 people because some of the people from the, the sponsoring church came that day. And the next week it was like 33. So we said, well, April Fool's, April 1st was the <laughs> day right. we started. So I was like, well, ooh, you know, yeah. what is that about? But anyway, um, yeah, it was just one of those things where I was clueless. I was had just gotten out of seminary myself and... Here we are married, and I mean, I graduated in December. We got married in January, and we started our new church in April. Wow. So it was a fast, you know, just a whirlwind of activity. And I remember thinking, I, I don't even know who to go to yeah. to ask these questions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't have, uh, I'd grown up in church, but um, I didn't have any any context for what a pastor's wife looked like. Hmm. And how many years has that been now, Julie? Oh, lands. We've been married 38 years. So, so it's a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. though. And we did full-time pastorate for a while. Then God moved, moved us to Nashville. Sid served with, with uh, Lifeway for a while. And for the past 11 years, he's been doing transitional pastorates where he'll go in in between pastors and help a church get through mm-hmm. that that season and um, has served many, many churches doing that. So, yeah, it's That's been a awesome. long time. Yeah. yeah. A lot of wisdom there. How I'm sure. And how long have y'all? So we've been married 16 years and have been in ministry the entire time. But as far as pastoral ministry, I guess that would be 15. Okay. Because we were called, funny story, to pastoral ministry after Hurricane Katrina. Oh, wow. So we were, we would travel all the time and we got married in December of 2004 and every weekend we would travel and Robbie would do a revival or an event of some sort. And so we would pack up our suitcase for a couple of days and we would be gone and then we would come back. And that's what that was what the first year of married life was like for us. And we would fill in for churches who either didn't have pastors at the time and that sort of thing. And, you know, Hurricane Katrina hit in August of 05. Mm-hmm. And because we had gotten so good at packing all the time... <laughs> We only packed a couple of days of clothes because go. we thought for sure we'll be back, mm-hmm. you know, like we're coming back. And I remember asking Robbie that day, because um, that's a whole, I mean, that'd be a whole, that could be a whole episode. Right. But I just remember asking him, he wasn't at home at the time, which is always the way it works, right? right. Something major exactly. happens when they're gone. Yes. And so um, I had a house full of women who had been, who had spent the night at my house because all the husbands were on a prayer retreat in there Mississippi. Okay. And... All these wives, most of them were not from Louisiana, which I was born and raised. So I was kind of used to this. Oh, they were freaking. They were freaking. I bet. And um, and so and then the guys weren't even going to come back. And I'm like, dude, you're coming back. Like <laughs> we out of here. Uh. And so I just will never forget. They got back in town. Everybody disperses and, you know, starts getting gas in their cars and just starts preparing for evacuation. And. I remember looking around the house and saying, should I bring the wedding pictures? Robbie's like, no, we'll be back. I'm like, should I bring the, you know, computer? No, 
We'll be back. Well, what should we? Nothing. You know, I was like, do you need your golf clubs? No, we'll be back. Okay. And literally, I took, thank God, one little container that I had of all like Robbie's cards he had sent me and little notes he would leave me around the house and praise the Lord, a CD of our wedding pictures that was in that box. And literally, we left with that little box and a suitcase with a couple pairs of clothes and our dog in one of our cars. Wow. And that's it. Wow. Never to return to that house again. That is bizarre. Never. And, um, and I mean, lost everything, lost the house, lost everything under the roof. I mean, everything. Lost a one year of our cars. marriage. Yeah, eight months. Mm-hmm. I mean, like eight we months. had been married since December, and then this happened in August. Um, however, that, I mean, so many great things came out of the whole entire sure. experience of, of loss. But it was during that time that we ended up, Robbie served on staff um, for the first time at a church and just kind of shadowed every area of ministry. And that was when he truly started to sense the calling that God was pointing him mm. into pastoral ministry. And one of the churches that we had filled in for many times, who we, we loved this church, and um, we had a great relationship with them. They were really concerned after Hurricane Katrina and had tracked us down. And we came back and started filling in. And they had asked us once before if mm. Robbie would be interested in being the pastor. And he didn't feel that calling at that point in time. So we had said no. And then after Hurricane Katrina, the Lord had just shifted so many things. And it was evident that he was definitely calling us there. And so they asked us again. And when they did, we were like, we really think this is right, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we have served in three different churches of three different cultures and contexts. Oh, yeah. And three different sizes. Wow. So I feel like we've had a little bit of taste. Of a yes, lot. Yeah. In, in a lot. And to me, and I mean, I'm, I'm an eternal optimist. So in my book, everything's always red, rosy and gray. OK, <laughs> so, yes, there were problems and challenges along the way. But when when I look at the landscape of our 15 and 16 years in ministry, I've just loved it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. There have been hard moments, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But when I look back, I just, all the churches are precious to me. Mm-hmm. And all the experiences that we had there um, are very special, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, we're, I think we're just hoping that through this series that we'll, you'll be able to kind of come alongside of us as we talk about different things yeah. and totally relate to what we're saying and also maybe find some help along the way, you know, for what you might be going through at your particular season mm-hmm. of life right now. Yeah, more than anything, just be encouraged that yeah. there are others who are who are out there with you. Mm-hmm, yeah. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. As you lead your disciple-making movement, the Replicate Network provides ongoing practical training and a community of like-minded church leaders to help you and your church thrive. Each month, you'll get frameworks, a Q&A time with Robbie Gallaty, and access to our online forums and groups. We will provide you with prayer and personal support, practical resources, discounts, and benefits as you seek to make disciples who make disciple makers. Check out the Replicate Network today at replicatenetwork.com. All right, we are back. And so we have been talking about our brand new season that's coming up that we're going to be doing for ministers' wives and just 
all that goes along with that. You know, I was thinking about this this morning and I was just thinking about how there has to be there's a lot of grace involved in being a minister's wife, mm-hmm. but you got to have some grit too. <laughs> this is true. You know what I mean? This is and, true. And um and some and some tough skin, you know, at some point in time, or or should we say tough spirit, maybe uh, as we as we journey this road, because there are yeah. so many ups and downs, and you know, it's just it's a very unique calling. Yes. And one that I love, and I think Julie, you would say you have loved Absolutely. over your um, over three decades mm-hmm. in 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 ministry and in pastoral ministry. So, what what are your thoughts, Julie, as we kind of head into this series? Like, what what is exciting you about the series? Well, more than anything, like I said just a little bit ago, that for me, I didn't have anybody talking about these things, and so just for someone to know that. There are others who go through the same, and the feelings that you're having are legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're not the only one who has ever struggled there. Sometimes it's just helpful to know mm-hmm. there's someone else out there. And I and I think too that that we're going to be very real and talk about those hard times and right. those good times because um, yes, God has blessed and it has been, um, you know, exceeding abundantly. Really, I would say that. Uh, more than anything I could have ever asked or imagined um, that God would do in our lives. And he has always been faithful. Mm-hmm. And and so those things, I think probably somebody out there needs to hear that because there's yeah. somebody probably who's just at their wits end and going, I think we're ready to throw in the time. Right. And, and there was a season like that for Sid and me that honestly we felt like um, – it was us against the world, you know, because uh, of decisions that had been made and things like that, that, that everybody didn't understand and we couldn't share with everybody. Right. And so um, God was so faithful through all of that to show us himself and, and every step in the journey along the way. You know, as I said, um, Sid worked at Lifeway for a season and then back into the pastorate. And just so as we have watched our story unfold and what God has done and how he has built on every experience to get to, to prepare us for mm-hmm. where we are even today. Right. You know, um, so I think that's that's one thing I hope and pray that those who are listening uh, catch a glimpse of that that today if you're discouraged or you're thinking I'm ready to throw in the towel hang on mm-hmm. because God is faithful and he um, shows us so many things about himself and I think Candy that that more than anything um, that we want to learn about him in the process yeah, you know good. because when he calls us he equips us right you know sometimes we feel like we don't have what it takes i, I certainly felt that way i thought what and why and I, back in the day and i told you that was a long time ago you know every time we would be interviewed by a church uh, they would want to know if the pastor's wife played the piano or right. sang, and I would say <laughs> no. But this was so long ago that I would say I can put a cassette player. Yeah, you don't yeah. even know what that is, probably. But some of you <laughs> listening don't know what that is. But I can do that. I can play that. But I don't have any of. So I'm like, I don't have any talents that at the time people thought that was necessary. Right. You know, for right. A ministers that wife, was your for a yeah. pastor's wife. That was the expectations and your exactly. qualifications. Exactly. And I had none of them. Yeah. So um, anyway, I, I, God has taught us so much. And I think more than anything, it's just to to know who you are in Christ mm-hmm. and to be confident in who God has called 
you to be and and that God has equipped you mm-hmm. for that calling and to live that out in the context of of being the wife of a minister. Yeah, I, I think that is so good. And I think about, you know, one time I was given advice when I was going through something with one of our kids. And, you know, the advice was that when God looked out, you know, out of all the parents in the world, you know, he chose you to be the mom mm-hmm. of that child, that particular child, you know, and that there was a reason for that. He knew out of everybody that he had created, you were created perfectly for this child. And that I'm telling you what that carried me through some difficult days with one of my with one of my kiddos. And it encouraged my heart so much to know that, man, the Lord, the Lord called me to this, Mm -hmm. you know, and the Lord was going to use me and equip me in the way that only he could in order to be the best mom I could be. But that totally goes for our ministry callings. Mm -hmm. You know, when God chose your spouse for you, he knew Mm -hmm. that you would be in ministry and he chose you for a reason, Mm -hmm. you know? And so never doubt your ability or your uniqueness and your calling that the Lord has given you because the Lord was very intentional and purposeful and he has given you your spouse for a reason, you know, um, and you're, you get to be the minister to the minister. That's right. You know, it's like who ministers to the minister? His wife does, Mm -hmm. you know, and there was a book years ago called high privilege, high calling. And Mm -hmm. some of you may have read that, but man, that is true. It Mm -hmm. is a high privilege. It's a high calling. It's a high honor. And I think obviously I still have so much to learn about this, but I'm trying all the time, you know, to be, the wife that God wants me to be for Robbie, you know, and what he may need from me as time goes on and in different seasons of life. I think that is a great word right there, because when we think a pastor's wife, that's overwhelming. But you were called Mm -hmm. to be Robbie's wife. That's right. I was called to be Sid's wife. And they both have different needs. Right. You know, but when we look at it as far as how do I meet my husband's needs, Mm -hmm. rather than even think of it, uh, you know, as a pastor's wife, that would be the first thing I think that we need to consider. Yeah. Um, Because it can get overwhelming. Yeah. Um, But the confidence doesn't come from from who we are. I mean, the confidence doesn't come because of what we do. It It becomes who we are. That's right. You know? Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, and who we are in Christ. That's right. Amen. Um, so just to kind of give you a little teaser of some of the things that we're going to be talking about in this season, we are going to talk about burnout and how do you mm. recognize burnout in yourself or your husband. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about boundaries in our life and what does that look like? How do you create those boundaries? We're going to talk about guarding time we're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about raising kiddos. What else are we going to talk about, about, Julie? Spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare mm-hmm. is and ministry. such a big one. Mm-hmm. Golly, we're going to have a special guest on that episode mm-hmm. to talk with us about that. We're going to talk about dealing with conflict in the church. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about... Nobody probably has ever had that. Yeah, right. It's all... <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, um, it's all gravy. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about criticism and how we deal with that. We're going to talk about competition. We're going to talk about different ways that we 
are able to minister to our husband Mm -hmm. and what that looks like. We're going to talk about intimacy, Mm -hmm. you know, and some other things. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like like I'm super excited about this series because I just feel like this could be so helpful to others that are out there. I know to myself and just to to know that we're kind of walking that journey together. That's certainly our prayer. As we have thought about these topics, we have just thought with with you who are listening in mind going, what what would we have loved to have help on or or talk about? So our prayer is that this will minister to you. That's right. Absolutely. 100%. So we are super excited. I hope you will tune in to all the episodes and maybe share with your friends or your staff wives, if you have some, that could benefit from listening to something that kind of relates to maybe your journey of life as well. So we look forward to chatting with y'all in the coming weeks. We'll see y'all later. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Take a second to subscribe and share this podcast. You can receive free resources to help you make disciples in your group, home, or church by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website at replicate.org.